Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, the last couple weeks we've been talking about pests mm-hmm. and maybe a different view of pests and bringing to light some of the benefits yep. of what we consider pests. So we're sticking with the same theme this week and we're talking about, well, what we consider to be a pest of maybe attics mm-hmm. or, you know, the, those those spaces that you want to keep clean and want to keep pests out of, but they seem to show up somehow. So we're talking about the red squirrel. Yep. Um, so sometimes uh, people can consider them pests because they get into the wiring, chew mm-hmm. on the wiring in attics, leave middens or those, you know, caches of nuts and seeds and places they don't want them (laughs) and just get in the garden and eat strawberries that type of thing but we're going to present a couple other ideas that might give you a different view Mm -hmm. on them hopefully of course they do have their downside but i'd like to think that you know all all organisms have their upside as well absolutely all right so let's get started um, just want to talk a bit about the red squirrel and maybe its habitat and you know what it looks like if you're not familiar with mm-hmm. a red squirrel. So first off, I wanted to start out by saying if you're listening in Scotland, England, <laughs> that area, there's also the Eurasian red squirrel. And that's not what we're talking about today. Um, so the Eurasian red squirrel is Scurius vulgaris. We're talking about the American red squirrel. Um, and I might ruin this or butcher, butcher it, but uh, the, that goes by Tamiriscurus hudsicanus. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so don't confuse the two. Uh, definitely different families there. But the American red squirrel is also referred to as the pine squirrel, the North American red squirrel, Hudson Bay squirrel, and even chicory. Hmm. I don't think I've heard of any of those names no Um, i just know it's a red squirrel just to give you an idea of what it looks like if you haven't seen one they're small they're reddish to red gray fur on top and a cream underside Uh, if you actually look it straight in the eyes it's got a ring it's a white ring around its eyes Um, its tail is not as long or as bushy as the other tree squirrels so if you're familiar with gray squirrels the red squirrel's tail not quite that bushy, kind of okay. skinny and scrawny. In the summer, the red squirrel may have a black stripe on its side, so I, I didn't know that one. That's cool. And uh, if you got out your measuring tape and you're measuring a, a red squirrel, uh, it's going to be somewhere between 11 and 14 inches long, and that's including the tail. Okay, so they're so, small. Yeah, uh, just a little bit larger than a chipmunk. As far as the range is concerned, if you were to uh, picture an image of your mind of North America, uh, you would be looking at most of Alaska and the range goes down the spine of the Rockies. Okay. And then it extends east and kind of swoops down towards the Great Lakes and ends up covering most of Pennsylvania or all Pennsylvania um, and just a little bit further south, but definitely a lot further north of okay. Pennsylvania. So uh, encompasses a good deal of Canada. Yeah. 
All right, so I guess we'll switch it over and maybe mention some benefits. I think they tie in with diet, maybe. Okay, yep, so, they definitely do. Yeah, okay, because I was going to hit on diet next, but um, okay. let me talk about some benefits, maybe. Sure. So some of the benefits of red squirrels, um, since they are so small, but they like to feed on different things like seeds, nuts, and berries. Um, and while they're feeding on these, they do end up usually depositing some of these seeds for different trees and plants throughout the woods as they're scurrying about. So it helps regenerate some new forest growth. And that's really cool. And they also, not only do they spread like the seeds and everything, they also help spread spores of fungi. So they're popping up new life everywhere with different plants. So Yeah, and I had found um, those two facts mm-hmm. as well, which is pretty neat. Um, they're considered granivores. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know if I was familiar with that term. I've per never se. heard it. Yeah, so that just means they, they eat a lot of seeds and nuts. Okay. Um, they do have other things they like to eat. Uh, mentioned spruce buds and needles. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of hit on what you said. They like mushrooms, which mm-hmm. I have a fun fact later on we can talk about with the mushrooms. Kind of funny. But um, they also like to eat willow leaves and poplar buds and catkins, berries. So mm-hmm. I mentioned at the beginning of the show, they like to get in the gardens and mm-hmm. eat berries. Um, and then uh, kind of a strange one, and this kind of backs away from the granivores. So they'll eat animal materials such as bird eggs. I even saw or they attempt to eat snowshoe hair babies. Interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of range to their diet besides the, the grains. Okay. So, but, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, the mushroom spores, and that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Good benefit because um, it spreads those spores. And then uh, I think we've talked about several times in the show, but, you know, uh, the fungi, they, they establish underground uh mycorrhizal fungi Mm -hmm. help uh, with the uptake of nutrients and water so the trees are growing faster Mm -hmm. and getting stronger so that's cool um i also did find that they like specifically for coniferous trees they're a lot better than maybe your typical gray squirrel you see running around for spreading seeds because they are smaller so they're more adapted to feeding on the seeds that are inside of the cones from the coniferous trees so they help spread those quite a bit too Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, they consume a lot of those seeds too, Mm -hmm. so I did find that. And just to go along with that, so um, red squirrels actually, they will store their food. Um, They refer to it as a cache or a midden, so they'll go back to that storage area all winter long, Mm -hmm. almost like a refrigerator, if you will. So that's where they they store all their nuts and greens and all that good stuff, which is why it ends up sometimes in attics mm-hmm. um it's a nice dry place to store your food <laughs> and uh so that's why they do it um here's another cool one um so just talking about diet still so towards the end to uh, a usual winter you know is not great around here or even farther north in canada mm-hmm. um, sometimes they get pretty harsh and long so red squirrels have been found to actually take their teeth and they'll kind of make a little cut into maple trees specifically sugar maple trees okay and um as the winter progresses of course you know like the sap is moving back up the tree so they actually harvest some of that sap okay um just to get the sugars out so some people have said they're the original producers of maple syrup okay 
Yeah, uh, they just get a little bit of extra energy towards the end of the winter. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that gives you a pretty good idea um, about the red squirrel. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you learned a couple things, but now we'll cover some fun facts. So. Yeah. Uh, kind of going back to you saying they have like their cache of food and everything. I did find that they can actually find their buried food in more than a foot of snow. So even if it snows like a lot, they can still sniff it out and find it. So that's pretty cool. They don't lose it in the snow. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, only one in every six red squirrels actually lives until its first birthday, I found, due to different things like the weather, disease, um, even sometimes being eaten unfortunately so if you see a red squirrel it's actually pretty cool yeah don't even get to celebrate their first birthday no it's sad <laughs> it is sad <laughs> um i do have that they can swim they like to swim if they have to and they're really like they really like to hang upside down from tree limbs and stuff while they're eating and so it's a little different you know what else they like to hang from trees those mushrooms we were talking about. Okay. So that's one of the fun facts that I had. They actually, uh, in the process of storing their food, sometimes they hang the mushrooms to let them dry out mm -hmm. and store better and longer. So a lot of people have observed that. That's cool. In their habitat. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right. And we we both found that they can move fairly fast. Yeah. Uh, what'd you find? I found about up to 15 and a half miles per hour. Okay. I found 13. So yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, that's when they're on the ground, of mm -hmm. course. Yeah. Yep. So, I did find their overall lifespan is five to ten years. Yep. They do survive mm -hmm. that first year. So, um, yeah, certainly some interesting facts about the red yeah. squirrel, American red squirrel. Yeah, I got one more quick one that I oh, found, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, that they might not always be red, I found. found that they can sometimes be black or brown and even kind of whitish in color. So... Okay. Yeah. Be on the lookout for the white red squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the black red squirrel. Guess that means it's time for a joke. It does. Yeah. Where do squirrels go for summer vacation? Um, hmm. Trying to be clever with this one, but <laughs> I can't. I don't know. To beach trees. Great. To be <laughs> well, I like the beach too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, you know, like we said, uh, hopefully... You know, talking about some of these pests and some of the benefits gives you a different idea of them, a different perspective. Because, um, like I said, they all, you know, they all have benefits. Mm -hmm. And um, it goes throughout all of nature. Absolutely. Like, you know, we kind of always look at the negative, but maybe yeah. it's time to look at the positive, too. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you've missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions about the show. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying enjoy the outdoors.